Okay. Hello. Welcome, everybody, back to our podcast for the third week of Advent. This week, we are going to be talking about the child Jesus. And as you all have been reading throughout the week, um, we are going to be discussing more about what the child uh, Jesus was like as um, he was growing up and how that childhood and play was able to play a role in his life growing up and the way that we may be able to unite our own childhood to his. And uh, this week we have a very special guest coming to us um, from Harrisonburg, Virginia, my little sister, Anna. Hi, I'm Anna. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she is a junior at JMU, where I also graduated from. So both of us obviously had a pretty similar childhood growing up in the same house. Um, So I thought it'd be fun to have her come and we can just share a little bit of our shared childhood as well as um, Kate sharing about her childhood as well. So um, I'll open us in a prayer and then we can get started with the reading. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, may our thoughts, words, and deeds throughout this meeting serve to draw us into an encounter with your son, Jesus, who became one of us, even as a humble child. Send your Holy Spirit to guide us as we pray and reflect together. May our reflections on the example of the Holy Family give us healing in our past experiences of family, grace to love our own families more fully today, and comfort in the knowledge of your love for us. Amen. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so today we're going to be reading from Isaiah uh, chapter 54 verses 1 through 10. So, Anna, if you could read that for us, that'd be great. Okay. The eternal covenant of peace. Sing, O barren one who did not bear, burst into song and shout, you who have not been in labor, for the children of the desolate woman will be more than the children of her that is married, says the Lord. Enlarge the side of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out do not hold back lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes for you will spread out to the right and to the left and your descendants will possess the nations and will settle the desolate towns do not fear for you will not be ashamed do not be discouraged for you will not suffer disgrace for you will forget the shame of your youth and the disgrace of your widowhood you will remember no more for your maker is your husband The Lord of hosts is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. The God of the whole earth he is called. For the Lord has called you like a wife forsaken and grieved in spirit, like the wife of a man's youth when she is cast off, says your God. For a brief moment I abandoned you, but with great compassion I will gather you. In overflowing wrath for a moment I hid my face from you, but with everlasting love, I will have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. This is like the days of Noah to me, just as I swore that the waters of Noah would never again go over the earth. So I have sworn that I will not be angry with you and will not rebuke you. 
for the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall not depart from you, and my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Great. Um, yeah, when I was like praying with this and reading through this passage, I yeah, I was like just like struck by the um the wonder that these like women had just like at God and it like brought me back to the um the first reflection I think it was um and the wonder and awe that Mary and Elizabeth felt um at being miraculously pregnant with boys who would change the course of history and yeah just how cool it is to like see like those parallels of like the wonder and all these women had at god and how like mary and elizabeth had this awe and wonder at their children like yeah elizabeth was giving birth to like the forerunner of christ and mary giving birth to to the messiah and yeah and just like reflecting on wonder and awe and like thinking back to like my own childhood and how like yeah if you look at like little kids they're just like just like so amazed by everything and like that childlike wonder of like just like learning like so many different things um and so yeah I was like thinking back to this experience of like wonder in my own life like as a kid but also now and I think like as a kid I was just like amazed by a lot of different things and like (laughs) didn't understand obviously like just didn't understand a lot of things like just random things would just like blow my mind and how just like like that's just like a very childlike thing um and I think now like I definitely still experience that like if someone like teaches me something like new now like (laughs) you're literally lying like that's the coolest thing in the entire world um but also just like yeah um wonder is also I would say like in my own life is just like being like yeah like silly also is like something that um just like reminds me of like this childlikeness so it's just like reflecting on those two different things so yeah um I thought it was funny how you asked me to be on this podcast because over Thanksgiving break, I was telling Maria about how I feel like this semester I've learned a lot about, like, childlike faith, just, like, Mm -hmm. this one week I had, like, a lot of encounters with, like, just seeing that from children around me, so that was really cool, um, so, yeah, but. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that, that's really funny, it's, like, I love the way that I didn't really know other than the fact that this week was going to be about the child Jesus um, what all of the meditation was going to be like when I asked you to be on it and then mm-hmm. yeah just kind of it falling into place really well um, but yeah it also kind of reminds me of the when I was praying with these with these meditations this week just trying to imagine Jesus as a little child and I can yeah I only imagine just his sense of wonder and awe of the world um which is I yeah I've just as as Jesus is 
fully man and fully God. Like, the ways that he um, was, yeah, also exploring the world as a child um, in, in this little way and was just able to you know, play with the the kids that around him when he was growing up as well and just have that, um, yeah, childlike wonder with us. So I just think that that's, a, yeah, a beautiful human um, experience that he was able to have. And it kind of makes me think of, like, that uh, play as a child just to imagine the world in a different way or yeah I know when Anna and I were little we would always like play out in the backyard just (laughs) there's this bush in the middle of our backyard (laughs) that we would like pretend was a house and so we were always like just like playing in this bush so it was like it really doesn't take a lot to entertain children and like yeah how I think the more that I've grown up, the more that I, I've been tempted to, to want more and, and just like, but constantly trying to bring myself back to that, that smallness of that like child, childlike playfulness of, yeah, finding joy in the little things and just wanting to be able to question and investigate the world like I did as a child and, yeah have these big hopes and um and dreams for for myself and and for the world and just be able to bring that into my adulthood not just leave that exploratory you know wonder in in my in my childhood yeah when I was thinking about like like what was playfulness like when I was a child during that like meditation I was also thinking about like when we were in the backyard (laughs) and we'd like play with like roly-polies for like hours (laughs) remember those bugs yes those are so good it was like it was like the most it's crazy how it's like the smallest like just like most like down-to-earth part of nature like it's literally just a beetle on the ground and we just that was like our like most excitement it was like let's play with these for hours <laughs> it was just so silly yeah I love that oh my gosh that's hysterical um yeah something else that was like striking me was Tuesday on Tuesday's uh meditation there's a quote by St. Therese of Lisieux, which I just think is, like, simply adorable. Um, And it says, I cannot fear a God who made himself so small for me. I love him. He is, in fact, nothing but love and mercy. And I just think that's so cute. It's just, like, (laughs) and I love him. And I get that. Um, But, yeah, just, like, thinking about, like, the child Jesus and, like, how like honestly like mind-boggling it is that like Jesus like was literally a kid like I feel like sometimes I just like forget that I'm like oh yeah like you know he was born and he was a baby and the next thing you know like he's out there like (laughs) starting his ministry (laughs) I'm just like I just like forget that sometimes 
And so it was just, like, cool to, to reflect on him as yeah. a child who, like, needed his parents and, yeah, just, like, needed everything just like we did as kids. And, um, and it reminded me of, like, so, like, the humbleness of, like, the fact that God literally became a child. But also, like, it reminded me of the fact of, like, God humbling himself to, like, become a piece of bread in the Eucharist. I was, like, thinking about, like, the parallel between those two things. And, yeah, it's, like, comforting to think about Jesus as a child or, like, Jesus in the Eucharist because it's, like, yeah, it's, like, so, like, accessible almost. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, oh, yeah, like, who doesn't love kids? Well, I guess there's people out there who don't, but, um, like, it's, like, yeah, you can't, like, look at a kid and be, like, afraid of them. It's, like, they're just, like, so cute and little and playful. Yeah. And to, like, think about God in that way is, like, kind of comforting in some way or the other. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I think for, like, my own life, like, living out this, like, um, this, like, almost like lowering of myself of like being humble like a like a little child and like not being afraid to to mess up or um like if you think about like yeah like when you like sin it's like yeah we shouldn't be like afraid to like go to confession because it's like yeah we're little children and like we're gonna mess up yeah and so I was just praying with that yeah that also that reminds me of um I remember whenever I was young I feel like I always had this um fear of getting in trouble and so I because I remember one time my either it was my mom or my dad they said like oh if you do something wrong like tell us because it's better to find out from you and just be honest than to like find out another way and we'll be more mad so like if I broke a plate or something I would run and tell my parents or and yeah that led all the way up into college of like if I did if I messed up on something like I ran I would tell them because I was more afraid of them finding out with like not by me than um yeah just like ripping the band-aid off you know to begin with and I think that that like humility is a really really cool um really cool like Thing to to be able to hold on to so I'm really grateful for that in in like the way that I learned that from from my childhood and from the way that we grew up just maybe it was like maybe it was a little bit of out of fear but um it was definitely like a good type of fear so I think that um yeah another thing that I was praying with throughout this week is on Wednesday, we started talking a little bit more about um, the way, like the freedom to express your thoughts as a child, your thoughts and emotions as a child, um, and knowing that you are loved unconditionally even when you, you're expressing those thoughts. and. Something that I had been praying with is that like, I knew that that wasn't necessarily always my um, experience growing up. I think that from a lot of the generation above ours, there's this idea of, um, you know, life isn't 
fair. So like, you know, you have to just like deal with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so not to our parents fault at all, but yeah, that, that, um, kind of suck it up and deal with it mentality, though it did make me tough. And, um, you know, I, I feel like I can take, take insult without it, it really getting to me a lot. Um, it did, I think, kind of go to the opposite extreme too, of just not really acknowledging or being able to communicate my emotions a lot, um, at all. And maybe subconsciously even not feeling safe to express like those emotions, you know, like, why are you crying? And just having that, like, in that, like, whisper in the back of my head of like, I shouldn't be crying about this. Like, I'm not physically hurt, so it doesn't matter. Like, just stop crying or, you know, things like that. But yeah, I think that something that this, uh, these meditations have kind of helped me to realize is that, um, yeah, Jesus also, like, was, I'm sure, like, especially you can see it when he goes to the Passion and experiences, you know, this pain for all of us and this suffering for all of us, that it wasn't just, like, a a suck it up, I'm going to deal with it because this is something I have to do, but it was, yeah, I'm, I'm, an acknowledgement of like the pain and suffering that he was and embracing it rather than rejecting it and pushing it aside and yeah there's this beautiful scene in um the passion of the christ that i think of when i think of this and i i can only imagine that it's um there it's this image of jesus and he he had just fallen i think for the second time and mary's in the corridor just across from them, they, and they glance at each other, and there's this memory of Jesus falling when he's a child and scraping his knee, mm-hmm. and um, that image, Mary just like you know comes and scoops him up into his arms, and, or scoops him up into her arms, and is able to just hold him when he's in pain, um, but you know Jesus as this man now, um, in the Passion is suffering and dying because he knows that this is the the thing that he must do in order for our salvation. Um, and he just shakes his head like the smallest little no and keeps going, gets up and keeps going. And I can only imagine the pain that that must like have been for Mary and for, for Jesus in that moment of like, I know that you've been the one that's been the one to hold me in these moments, but yeah, like, now I'm embra- I'm embracing this pain, and, like, I can take it on myself because I've learned from you how to do that. And so I just think that that's, like, one of my favorite moments and such, like, a beautiful thing that I, I've learned about. Um, yeah, that kind of, I don't know, emotion. Yeah. Expression from, mm-hmm. from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we was talking about, like, the... Um, I think it was in that part they were talking about like the safe like the safety to like like basically like feel your emotions and how Mary like was able to provide that yeah for Christ in those moments um even like yeah like what you're saying like in the passion she couldn't maybe like couldn't physically like Mm -hmm. provide it for for him like he knew like what that she what she wanted to do 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of going off what you're saying, like I would say my experience was like pretty similar in the sense of it's just like yeah, like my parents were never w- once to be like you know, Kate, like, just cry, and it'll be fine, (laughs) like, never have I heard that my entire life, but, um, so, I always, like, just, like, thought I wasn't, like, an emotional person, because I was, like, the type to just, like, shove it down, because I was, like, hurt all the time, like, don't cry, um, and it really wasn't until, like, I became a missionary, and, like, started, like, praying regularly that I realized like oh I am actually like a very deeply emotional person (laughs) and I just (laughs) never let myself feel a lot of that but it was like yeah in the comfort of of Jesus that I felt that I could um yeah like feel these things that I hadn't before really or didn't allow myself to feel before and yeah like again like not to any fault like my parents like I'm sure it's just like you know sometimes like our parents just like make mistakes and I'm sure like their parents also were like tough enough like mm-hmm. and so then that's why they are the way the way that they are but um yeah where our parents like fall short like like we've been saying like this whole time like where our parents fall short like the holy family like comes and like can like take the place and it's like yeah where my parents like fell short of like being letting me like feel my emotions like Christ comes in and it's like no it's okay to feel these things yeah um and so it was just like reflecting on that um when I was like praying with that reflection and how like cool that is um yeah yeah I definitely experienced similar things obviously to my sister (laughs) um because we grew up with the same family and parents um but yeah it's just crazy how like growing up like weren't really allowed to feel your emotions or know what that was like until like I feel like for me I was able to like learn vulnerability through like the Lord in high school and especially like showing me that through friendships and um just the Lord really showing up in those friendships and just revealing like a newness to me so that was yeah definitely experienced that a little bit later also than like having that vulnerability and humility in like childhood mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um something I also wanted to kind of end on uh, a lighter note too is that yeah um we reflected on the last day on Saturday more about yeah what we're grateful for uh so yeah, it's been, I'm sure, as you can tell, a theme to to kind of go through, like, some of the ways that you felt short, and then, you know, on Friday and then on Saturday, having this um, Thanksgiving and healing uh, reflection, and so, yeah, just reflecting on the things that I was, I was really grateful for as a child growing up is... To be honestly, to be able to share that with my siblings, and being the oldest, there were a lot of ways that I was, you know, the first to do everything, the first to, you know, do a lot of fun things like drive a car or go to a concert or whatever. Like, I was the first to get a phone, but in other ways, I was also like the first to make a lot of the mistakes. But something that I find 
I'm really grateful for in that is that I've been able to to share my experiences with my siblings and with my friends that are younger than me to just be able to be like, hey, like I was there, you know, four years ago, seven years ago, you know, two years ago for some of my friends. Um, and here's what I learned. And I think that that's been something that I've been really grateful for. But also just, yeah, having people that were my family that I knew even in the lowest of times that I was going through I could always count on as yeah this person is going to be there for me because um of that unconditional love and because even though I mess up and even though they may not um yeah understand what's going on in my heart because I don't really understand how to tell them I was still able to feel loved there when I was feeling hurt um and yeah also to share the fun experiences and the happy happy memories as well and be able to explore the world together and uh just be able to live in that childlike uh playfulness um that's something that I've loved too about being the oldest. You get to spend a lot, a lot of your time, um, other than with you friends your own age, obviously, like a lot of your time is spent with your younger siblings. So I was playing with, you know, my younger brother who's seven years younger than me. And that kind of brings out like a youthful playfulness in you, even if that's like something that you've kind of grown out of, you know, quote unquote, but you still get to experience that again when as they're growing up too yeah yeah I think for me like yeah just like grateful for yeah just like the my parents like like creating a like environment of like play like I like very rarely like remember like watching a lot of tv or like I mean video games like weren't really that big of a thing when I was a kid but um like yeah I just I just played all the time (laughs) like (laughs) like big Barbie doll girl big playing house girl and loved like yeah also like loved having siblings because like my my brother's four years older than me and my sister's two years younger than me and so yeah my brother even though he was like older than us he would still like always like play with us which I loved and like same with my sister it's just like me and my sister just like loved playing together and like yeah me and like my brother my sister used to do this thing this memory just came back into my mind where we would do like um we'd play stuffed animal wars (laughs) and like it'd be like me and my sister shared a room and so like our beds were like in the middle or whatever and then there was like a crack between our two beds and like that was the lava and if the stuffed animals went in the lava like you were done for but we were just like chucking (laughs) stuffed animals back and forth at each other clearly my brother made up this game um (laughs) but yeah anyways just like yeah like loved like those like fun and like sweet moments like that and like look back like very fondly like at my childhood because I just like had a lot of like fun and like loved to play yeah and yeah also like having like knowing that I like had two parents who like loved me no matter what and even if like they didn't make all of like the 100% like 
best decisions. Like I always like knew that they like loved me and like yeah. everything they did came out of that. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um when thinking about my childhood I always just think about like me and my siblings playing and just like really grateful for that and how like I would make up these insane stories and be like, let's play this. <laughs> and Maria and Jonathan would just have to follow along with me. <laughs> and so I just like, just like we would be so present with each other. Like it wasn't, nothing else mattered about like what was going on outside the world. Like it was just like right there, like in your story, in your imagination and just seeing how like, Jesus came in like with just like such a pure heart and it's like that's what we get to experience as children and like get to look back on and it's so special like to look at that and just like see how I can grow now in that childlike faith and like be more present by just like preparing my heart like with the Lord and just like giving that time to him is just really special and yeah I feel like it it always just like I'm like that is where I'm most present when I was like a little kid playing with my Mm -hmm. siblings and so that's just yeah really special yeah and um okay so as we've done we have another challenge for you at the end of this week so um I'm sure that you all have been writing your letters and there's going to be another letter this week. So instead of writing a letter to someone else, you're going to write a letter to yourself as a child. So pick an age that you feel like would be best for this. But um, yeah, 5, 10, or 15, um, or any other age. But anyways, just acknowledge the struggles that you have been given and um, give yourself some encouragement and love for who the person that you're becoming so it's kind of like a if I had known this if I had known what I know now at x age I would tell myself this type of letter so just spend some time with this with Jesus um in the chapel or just take you know a a few quiet minutes out of your day but give yourself the time to acknowledge the things that may have been a struggle for you in your childhood and bring those things to Jesus and just hear yourself, what you know now, um, or maybe things that you're even still struggling to believe and just bring those things to Jesus. Okay, so I'll close this out in prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, as we look within ourselves and reflect on ourselves as children thank you for the reminder of your unconditional love thank you for giving us the love and example of the child jesus whose wonder humility and playfulness can inspire us even now transform our hearts with humility gratitude forgiveness and hope so that we can grow ever closer to you and your son jesus amen All right, well, thank you all for joining us again this week. Look forward to seeing you for the last episode of the Advent series next week. And we're going to have another special guest. Thanks again, Anna, for joining us. And see you next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs)